Good morning out there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Wise Guys Hideaway, and today we're going to be talking one sick pup, Vincent Mad Dog Cole. Before we get into that, I got to give my shout-outs real quick. Uh, you know, Gunner Limbloom, you know, our thing, Clothes and Apparel, big shout-out to those guys. Pop over to Facebook or Twitter and get yourself hooked up. Uh, Ronnie the Cockroach, you know, big shout-out to that guy. I was uh, messaging him a lot last night while I was writing this one, and uh, he was a big help, so a uh, big shout-out to him. David Braxpire, Boston Rob, James Ramirez, you all know who you are. To my, you know, friends and family who actually know me, not just via social media, you know, love you guys, thanks for listening, and, uh, you know, let's get right at it. Now, Vincent Mad Dog Cole was born July 20th, 1908. Um, <clears throat> it's actually heavily debated whether he was born in Ireland or whether he was born in New York. Vincent Cole is kind of like a, a figment in a organized crime if you will he's not uh he's not even on the same level as yesterday's you know guest that was not here and couldn't previous you know lucky luciano but he uh he was definitely sort of a one-of-a-kind bootleg era gangster though that's that's without a doubt now uh now he was an irishman so naturally it's not like he was ever going to be made into some sort of you know italian borgata crime family but uh, he played his part nonetheless, and he definitely lived up to the to his nickname, Mad Dog. Um, oddly enough, he's related to a old time, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Irish woman politician by the name of Brida Rogers. Brida? I don't know. I can't. I don't have an Irish brogue, you guys. But yeah, I, th I mean, I thought that was pretty incredible. It was. Uh, it was definitely different. Now, something that if he came from Ireland, he came around, you know, 1909, something like that, uh, <clears throat> God, excuse me, guys, I think I'm getting sick, <clears throat> and sometime in April, um, but a lot of people really do believe that he was just born in New York, now, I'm not sure, you know, I sort of just really dove into this guy the last little while here, so, I mean, he, I mean, he's really interesting, but there's definitely, he's definitely kind of like a ghost, now, uh, he grew up in Hell's Kitchen, and uh, from everything I've looked up, I, I don't think he was raised by his mother or his father or nothing like that. I think it was just some elderly woman who took him in and felt bad for him. I mean, Vincent Cole didn't have a lot of friends, you know, through life or in death. So, I mean, it's a hard knock life, I suppose, you know. Uh, now, at 12, Cole is sent to reform school um, because he just won't stop getting in trouble. You know, I mean, truancy and starting fights and stealing, I mean, you name it. Now, after he's just kicked out of several Catholic reform schools, uh, Cole finally decides, you know, fuck it, and uh, joins the, the Gopher Street Gang. Now, he, he, Cole had multiple run-ins with the law for the rest of his life, and uh, they'll essentially deem him a wild card in all reality. But uh, he would be arrested at 12 again for unlawful entry. Uh, he'd be arrested once at 16 for carrying a gun. And by 23, he had been picked up more than, I think, 20-something-odd times. Now... <clears throat> At around 18 years old, though, uh, Cole sort of begins to build a notoriety on the street and becomes a, a armored beer, you know, guard for a notorious figure uh, in the uh, Irish underworld, Dutch Schultz. And uh, it's just, the partnership's kind of not friendly. They don't really like each other. Cole just kind of needs money and needs a way in. And, uh... You know, Dutch Schultz just always needed hitters. I mean, he was going to war with everybody in those days. So, uh, now, at 19, Colo is charged with the murder of Anthony Borello, who's the owner of a speakeasy, and his girlfriend, Mary Smith, who was a dancehall hostess. 
now, allegedly, Borello was approached by Cole to uh, cut out Schultz and begin doing business with him. And Borello refused. So, uh, I mean, Cole killed him. Mad dog, right? Now, charges were eventually dismissed. Um, oddly enough, from some things I've read, a lot of people think that Dutch Schultz may have influenced in a lot of ways to get Cole off, but not, not so he could, you know, shake his hand and befriend him, but definitely so he could, uh, keep a, keep a close, you know, close watchful eye on him and, I mean, probably potentially kill him in all reality. I don't think Dutch Schultz liked, uh, Vincent Cole very much. I don't think anybody liked Vincent Cole very much yet again. <clears throat> Once again, I apologize for all the throat clearing. I really do think I'm getting sick, but uh, we're going to power on through this one. Now, uh, in 1929, Cole commits a, a pretty big-time robbery for, you know, we're talking money in that time. He ends up with 17 grand flat. And, uh, you know, so Schultz figures, well, you know, maybe he'll step up and make it right to me. Maybe he'll make up for me, but Cole didn't give a fuck. He's like, fuck you, Dutch. You know, I did the robbery. I'm keeping the fucking money, too. And, uh... Yeah, and even when Schultz approached him, that was pretty much Cole's attitude. So that's when, you know, Dutch Schultz says, well, you know, fuck you, it's on then. And uh, in January 1930, uh, Vincent Mad Dog Cole forms his own little, you know, uh, desperado gang and uh, begins going to war with Dutch Schultz and his fairly sizable, you know, criminal enterprise. <clears throat> now, one of the first people to get snuffed in this whole ordeal and probably one of the most devastating would be uh, Peter Cole, which was uh, Vincent Cole's older brother. He would uh, be shot dead in May 30th, 1931, while he was driving his car in Harlem. <clears throat> and for the next three weeks, Vincent would just go on a killing spree. Uh, he, I think he would kill something like four or five guys. Um, I mean, if you look up, you know, really extravagant stories, it's probably, you know, ten. But, uh, I mean, during the whole uh, during the whole Dutch Schultz-Vincent Cole War, they believe anywhere between, you know, 20 and 50 people were gunned down. I mean... You got to remember, they also got the, you know, Luciano thing going on. They got they got a lot on their plate right now. Now, on June 2nd, 1931, Cole and his gang uh, even even go so far as they break into a garage that's owned by D Dutch Schultz, and they just obliterate 120 cars. Just a big fuck you. Vincent Cole was just an anarchist, just an old school anarchist. I don't even know if you consider him a gangster. The only reason he's a gangster is because... He managed to, you know, fall in with gangsters. But other than that, the dude's just a fucking nut. I gotta tell you, man. Now, he decided that a good way to make money would be to kidnap rival gang members, uh, usually mid-level or higher higher up echelon members, and uh, hold them for ransom until the, the crime family would uh, pay for the release. And, I mean, believe it or not, he pulled off fucking half a dozen of these things. The most notable would be uh, George Big Frenchy Demange, who was an associate of the the big time Hell's Kitchen boss Oni Madden, who was just the the Irish Godfather, pretty much in uh, at that time. Now, on July eighteenth, nineteen thirty one, you know the feud's still going on, and Cole allegedly was seen leaning out of a car shooting at Joseph Rayo, as he uh, stood outside a social club that was uh, directly next to uh, just an apartment complex that had, you know, dozens of children outside playing. I mean, it's July, for God's sakes. And, uh, I mean, they just sprayed the street, you guys. And uh, a lot of people did say that they do believe that it was Vincent Cole who did it. Just, you know, no fucks given. And uh, uh, Rayo was hit a few times, but uh, four kids were also hit uh, several times. 
and uh, eventually a five-year-old by the name of Michael Vangali would uh, die later in the hospital. <clears throat> and that's when Vincent Cole, that's when the media would, you know, dub him, you know, the mad dog. I mean, because, not fuck, he is. He's, he's a dog off the fucking leash, that's for sure. Uh, now, by October 4th, 1931, though, an extensive manhunt had been going on. I mean, they were going to do anything they could to get Vincent Cole. And eventually he was arrested in the Bronx. Hey, I get this. He was he was sitting in a hotel uh, wearing these big old horn rim glasses, and he had dyed his hair. You know, so he just got in this goofy little disguise. But it's like, no, it's still you, man. Like, we still know it's you. <laughs> uh, he did surrender peacefully, however. Now, when he went to trial, this would be one of the more gangster things Vincent Cole did in his life. He uh, he went big, he went big money on a lawyer. He got uh, Samuel uh, Libowitz. Uh, yeah, Lubowitz, uh, who at that time was a, a pretty top dollar attorney. Uh, now, this would be in December of, you know, 1931. And uh, by the end of December, the judge would issue a <clears throat> directed verdict for not guilty for Cole, and he would walk. Uh, now, very soon after that trial, though, uh, Cole decides, you know, he's going to try to at least structure his life a little bit, and he gets married to, a, <laughs> whether you believe it or not, a fashion designer from New York by the name of Lottie, uh... Chris Berger, Chris Berger, and uh, yeah, I mean, who who'd have thought a guy like Vincent Cole could love her? I mean, even if he did love her, I'm not sure. But <clears throat> usually, guys like this do usually have a odd soft spot. It's I mean, it's coated in rapiness. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, soft spot nonetheless. Uh, now, shortly after this, around September of 1931, between the Vangeli, you know, acquittal. And just all the fucking word on the street about how nuts this little Irish kid is. The big time boy, Salvatore Maranzano, hires Vincent Mad Dog Cole to snuff Luciano. Now, we discussed this yesterday, and I simply just said that the hit never happened. It never happened because on September 10th, as you know, Maranzano was ruthlessly gunned down in his 230 Park Avenue office in Manhattan. Now... <clears throat> Down the road in 1963, the probably the most notable turncoat of all time, Joey Valachi, you know, right up there with Sammy the Bull. I wouldn't lump Henry Hill in with any of these guys. A gas pipe castle, all that. Never mind, I'm ranting. But anyhow, Joe Valachi would claim that Cole apparently walked into Maranzano's office as the killers ran out. Uh, he's seen, you know, the slaying that had happened, and legend has it he left, left $25,000 richer, so you know. He made out anyway. <laughs> now, by this time, um, the word on the street was that between Dutch Schultz and Oni Madden, there's $50,000 on this little brick's head. You know what I mean? Like, Vincent Cole's days are dwindling rapidly. February 1st, 1932, uh, a barrage of shooters comes bursting through a fucking, you know, apartment door in the Bronx where Cole was allegedly staying. They got a tip. It was a bad tip. Uh, they ended up shooting a couple of associates of Cole's, uh, <clears throat> Patsy Del Greco and Fiero Basil. Uh, but then they ended up shooting a bystander, uh, Emily Tanzello, who all three of them were killed. And uh, they would also wound three more. So Cole wouldn't show up till a half hour later. I mean, talk about the luck of the Irish, man. This fucking guy just keeps dodging bullets. But it ain't gonna last forever. Now, Vincent Cole would go back to his old ways and he would decide 
he was going to hit the big time, guys. One and done. I don't know what he planned to do after this. Or he, he couldn't have thought he could stay around Hell's Kitchen. I, I don't know. Anyway, it's 1230 a.m., right? Picture this. It's February 8th, 1932. And at a drugstore on 8th Avenue and 23rd Street, Manhattan. Cole's inside of the store in a phone box. And he's dialing somebody, right? Or, I mean, probably calling an operator. I don't know. I didn't fucking live back then. You know, I've always, you know, almost always had a cell phone. Nonetheless, he gets a hold of Oni Madden. And uh, he demands $50,000. $50,000. Oni Madden's like, what the fuck for? What? Like, so I don't come kill you? What? Like, he's a no. Because I have your brother. Or your brother-in-law. Excuse me, not your brother. Uh, yeah, your brother-in-law. And, you know, Madden begins to, like, you know, he gives him the nod, and he's all like, you know, okay, so well, yeah, let's talk. What Cole didn't know is that <laughs> Madden was tracing the call. And almost as quickly as he walked into the phone box and made the call, uh, a car pulled up outside. And two men got out. One stayed with the car, naturally. One stood at the front of the door. And another individual holding the Thompson machine gun walked through the door and sort of just gave, you know, the cashier a nod and said, you know, you cool it now. And he walks over the phone box, gives her the old tappity-tap-tap. Vincent Cole glares to his right. And that's all she friggin' wrote. Now, I mean, he would be struck more than 15 times. You guys, I mean, they lit this motherfucker up point blank range. He was just destroyed. Uh, he did, however, end up, you know, buried next to one of the few people he did care about, his brother Pete, who are both in St. Raymond Cemetery in the Bronx. Uh, the the ruthless Dutch Schultz never, you know, seasoned to get, get one in if he can, actually sent a wreath and a banner to the funeral saying, from the boys. Now, now that, that's just flat out gangster. <laughs> I mean, you could only go on for so long, you guys, and I mean, only his wife, sister, and a handful of others attended the funeral. I mean, I think Pretty much for the majority of people, whether you be your regular, you know, everyday people or even people within organized crime, even the lowest of the low, they figured, eh, the sick dog been put down. Thanks for joining me, guys.